Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Are you trapped in a leasehold property, probably on a new build estate somewhere in, in England that uh, has an unfair lease, high charges which double every 10 years, and a property that is potentially unsaleable? Now, we've talked about this before, these, these leasehold properties on, on new build estates. Uh, and I've talked about leaseholds in general, which are a bit of a minefield. And as an investor, I, I avoid them, uh, any, anything with, with the name leasehold on it. And now uh, the, the UK's largest house builders have been investigated by a watchdog after evidence has emerged that uh, the way leaseholds have been sold has been unfair. Uh, and, and property buyers have, have potentially been ripped off, misled or whatever. Uh, major companies like Barrett Developments, these are household names, Countryside Properties, Persimmon, which had uh, a share price, with, with, uh, shares which were paying, I think, 12 or 13 percent dividends. And, and of course, Taylor Wimpy. Um, uh, and, and these are the kind of companies that could face legal action from the CMA. That's the that's not the Country Music Association. That's the Competition and Markets Authority, uh, which is a watchdog that could, if they don't get the right answers, take these developers to court. Now, let's go back to the background of this. Buyers have been uh, basically caught in a leasehold trap. You know, they bought a property and then perhaps because they haven't read the lease, which is the normal case, they don't read the lease. The solicitor doesn't really uh, tell them much. Uh, particularly if they're using one of these factory type solicitors that lenders say, well, you've got free conveyance in and they use this factory solicitor. They never sit down with the solicitor, never meet them. And they've got rising ground rents, unfair fees and properties which probably will be difficult to sell in the future. Because imagine, you know, you've got a, a lease that could double in 10 years or this, not the lease doubles, but the, 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 the fees, the ground rents could double after 10 years. Now, you know, from now, 10 years looks like a long way. But, you know, when you, you might sell that property, the average person stays in the property maybe about seven years and then it's three years to go. And, and the person buying it says, oh, this this ground rent's going to double. And then it doubles again after that time. I mean, some of these ground rents will be thousands of pounds, uh, you know, in 30 or 40 years time. So it, it's really bad. And uh, I, th I think it's really unfair. It's such a ripoff. I mean, what is the difference between a leasehold and a freehold? A freehold is where you own the ground that the property is 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 built on. And, you know, you can, within reason, within planning permission rules and that sort of thing, you can pretty much do what you want with that property. You can extend it. You can put a, a loft extension on. You, you can do lots of things. Uh, you can put a um, uh, you know, a, a satellite dish on it or, what, you know, whatever you want or, or the, these, um, uh, you know, the, 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 well, I've lost the words now, the, the, the things, the solar panels and all these sorts of things you can put on your property. Uh, with with a leasehold, you don't own the, the ground that it's on. Uh, a freeholder or sometimes called a landlord will own the, the, the land and then might build a lot of flats on that land and then divide them up with, 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 with a thing called a lease. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's pretty understandable in, in a lot of flats, but you can sell flats 
with a share of the freehold and, and just give it up. But no, the, 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 the developers are not happy with, with making a lot of money on the development. They want to cash in on the lease and, and have it as a residual income forever. Uh, and, you know, OK, I, I, I think it, it, we, people want to make money. That's fine. Uh, but, but these things have gone just beyond that. And, and in some of the ways these have been, have been sold. Um, now, when, when you buy a leasehold, many people um, really don't don't realize that, OK, what, what all the implications are. Now, obviously, a lease is like when you lease a property, you lease a car. It's something that you have the right to use for a set period of time. Now, in, in the case of a property, typically it's a new lease would be 99 to 125 years. Um, some cases you might have 999 years, which are virtual freeholds. However, um, it, it's it's you know, they don't realize that there's all sorts of other charges on top of that as well. Ground rent. This is the rent for the ground. I mean, you've bought the bloody property. They want to charge you a ground rent on top of it. It's just it's a, it's a nonsense. It goes back to the feudal landlords. You know, it's just it's just a lot of bullshit. Uh, the ground rent. Uh, now, on, on an old lease, if you, if you bought an old flat, you'd look back on a lease maybe granted in you know, 20 or 30 years ago, you'd see that the ground rent was probably £50. I remember a £25 ground rent on a, on a property. Um, and, and then that, that ground rent could stay the same for 40 or 50 years. Now, you, you've got ground rents of several hundred pounds, sometimes £500 a year, and it's doubling after 10 years. And you know, so 10 years is going to be a £1,000. 20 years is going to be £2,000. That's a lot of money for bloody ground rent for doing nothing, just sitting there. Uh, on you, know, you, built, you bought the property and you've got this property on their ground and they're charging you rent as well. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's the biggest rip-off of the century. Can't people see this, you know? Uh, so, so that's the, the ground rent. But there are also other things. There are service charges. Now, okay, in a, in a case of a flat, you need to have services like uh, common areas, uh, lighting, maybe gardens to be tended and, and that sort of thing, um, bin stores and, and things to maintain. So you'd expect to pay a service charge. And, and most service charges start at around £100. But, but what do you get for that service charge? Well, actually, n not a lot. Sometimes that service charge is just to, to, to for the... Uh, the, the management company or the, or the landlord just to collect some money and then work on, on top of that is charges extra. Uh, so that, that's another ripoff. And these charges can just go up and up and up. Um, and it's, it's a way of the, the, the freeholders or the developers just to say, well, look, we'll make a lot of money building the house and selling it to people. And then we'll have the residual income, a nice little pension for us from, from these ground rents and that sort of thing and, and, uh, and, and service charges. Now, you'd understand buying a leasehold flat, wouldn't you? Because you think, oh, well, it's a big block and you have to have something. Um, even if you have a share of the freehold, you might still need a management company to run the block. And and sometimes you've got self-managed properties, but I've been in one of those. It's not that it's not as easy as people think because nobody wants to do anything. You've only got one or two people that attend a, a meeting and it, it, it can end up as a bit of a joke. But it can work well in some cases, but generally... People would deploy, employ a management company. Now, if you own a share of the freehold between you, at least you can control that management company and it's, and it's not going to rip you off because they're working for you, not for the, the freeholder or the landlord. So it's, 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 all this is a bit of a, night, a, 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 a minefield, as, as, as I've said before in previous episodes. Uh, typically, if you buy a lease or property in, in a house, whether you've got, say, three flats, you know, you'd expect to get a share of the freehold or a good, a pretty good lease. But it's these new builds, these bigger estates built by these, you know, the wimpies and that sort of thing, and the and the 
Barrett's. This is where people are getting ripped off left, right and centre. Um, now, there are also people who are sold leasehold houses, believe it or not, or sometimes even freehold houses on these estates with service charges, with covenants and, and restrictive covenants. So th these I would I would avoid at all costs, particularly leasehold houses. I mean, no one wants to buy a leasehold house, so you're never going to sell it. Well, you will sell it, but at a knockdown price to someone who just says, well, I'll take it. You know, but it's going to be very difficult to sell. But particularly where you, you're on an estate where there's some flats, some houses, common areas and that sort of thing, you could end up paying similar sort of charges that you, that you would pay on a leasehold flat. And then this is the other um, downside of a lease. You need to then get permission from the, the landlord to, to make changes to the property. Um, I mean, you might have a big flat and you want to uh, change a, a, a one bed flat into a two bed flat because you can divide it up differently. You'd need permission from the, the, the freeholder, the landlord. Similarly with a house, you might want to say, I, I want an extension. I want a loft extension. Permission. And you know what? They charge for this permission. They don't just say, well, give us £50. It could be a lot of money just to get permission. Um, you know, I, I've had lots of run-ins with, with uh, freeholders and landlords. I had a flat that, that I sold a few years ago. Um, and and a lot of the flats in the building, the, the windows had never been replaced. The, 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 the doors, the patio doors had never been replaced. And one of them actually fell out of the, the the flat onto the ground. It didn't kill anybody, but it could have done. Um, so anyway, I decided to just get it done and uh, just got got windows done. Uh, same colour, looked very much the same as others. Others had got different ones. And I got this letter from the, the bloody landlord saying, you shouldn't have done this and now you, you've got to pay us money. Uh, so you know, £400. I told him to go and take a hike. And, and it went on and on. And then, then they sold it to another company. And I said, I said, but enough of these greedy bugger landlords. Uh, I'm not going to deal with them anymore. And I sold it. In fact, it was a good little flat. It was giving me good rent, actually. But I, I regret selling it in a way. But in, in another way, I think, well, I probably did the right thing. Because, you know, you make a bit of rent. And then you're, you're then paying a proportion of that in charges to, to these, um, you know, greedy landlords and management companies. In fact, I remember that the, the ground service charge went up from £100 over a few years, then it was 125 and it was bound to go up because when the new management company came in and, and perhaps bought the interest in it, you, you know they were going to jack up the, the, the charges. And, and all they did was really cut the grass, you know. So so there you go. Um, but, but if you've got a freehold house, that should be definitely avoided at all costs because people want, when they buy a house, they think, well, I, I want to put an extension. I want to make it bigger. I want to do this. I want to do that. Now, there's other problems with these um, these new estates. Sometimes they've got bits of land and, and strips of land all over the place, uh, strips of land which could come across your, your garden even. And there was something on a program called Watchdog uh, investigating that because uh, people were then hit with, with charges or they, they found that they didn't own part of their back garden and there were strips of land that were retained by the, the builders. And, uh, you know, in fact, um, another situation I've been in was where the, the original builders have, have sold houses on, on a small estate maybe 50 years ago, but they've retained bits of land here and there. And, you know, then there's garages as well, and they own bits of garages and they own the land with access rights and that sort of thing. So it's a bit of a mess. And, you know, and the, the, these retained bits of land, these bits of road are never maintained, so they look scruffy and the garages have become run down and that sort of thing you know, we'd like to develop the garages, knock them down and build houses. But we know we're going to have a tussle trying to buy the land off the original 
bloody developer that's hung on to this bit of land thinking one day we'll cash in on that. So it does make me a bit angry, this whole thing. So when you buy a leasehold property, if you do decide to buy one, uh, try and avoid them. But if you do, make sure you read the lease and get your solicitor to read the lease and look at, look at all these things like restrictive covenants, charges, leasehold, uh, ground rents and, and all these things and just be careful. Now, if, if you are in this situation and you're, and you're in a rip-off lease, then uh, someone called Katie Kendrick, who was herself a leasehold victim six years ago, set up something called the National Leasehold Campaign uh, and has 18,000 members. There's also something called the, the Leasehold Knowledge Partnership, which which helps to fight um, landlords. And you know, I had a terrible run-in with a landlord once. I, I won't go into the whole story again, but it cost me a lot of money in legal fees, a lot of stress um, and you know, it, 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 was, it was really bad. And I found out this landlord owned thousands and thousands of freeholds. You know, they bought up freeholds fairly cheaply. And then they come in, they start jacking up charges. And and, and in this case, the landlord w was also the person uh, who, who he was a surveyor. So he was appointing his own firm to do surveys of the property and charging thousands of pounds. Then he was appointing his, old bu his own builder friends. And any job seemed to cost 10 times as much as you, you could get it if you just employed a local firm. And, and in the end, we, we, we revolted against this. You can also um, get rid of your management company through, through voting and, and do a self-management scheme. Uh, right to manage, it's called. You can do that. And you, you can try and buy your freeholds. Uh, you can also extend leaseholds uh, because if you, if you bought a 99-year lease that's already had 20 years to run, run in, you know, you've only got 80 years left. You, you really want to start thinking about extending the lease. But again, you're kind of at the mercy of these, uh, the, the freeholder, the landlords who think, right, great. Now it's time to cash in again. Right. Give me £30,000 or in some cases, hundreds of thousands of pounds to extend that lease. So, so just be very careful and watch out for, for leases that, that go below that 80 years, because then you, you, you haven't got the statutory rights that you do have at 80 years. So, so there you go. As you can see, I'm not a great fan of, of leasehold properties so so just be careful and if you if you can buy a flat with a share of freehold that's going to be a lot better and and, and once again watch out for houses on new build estates uh because they can have several problems and, and and also with new builds i don't think a lot of them are built very well um and and there's, there's been problems with some of them I, I had a new build house years ago and there, there were problems there was subsidence even uh so so just be careful with that uh, generally the older properties are built better although they can be a bit drafty but the, the, some of the, the new builds are not built that well so get a good survey when you when you get them done so thanks for listening uh i'm sorry it's been a bit of a rant on on leaseholds but this is important stuff do watch out for for these leasehold traps and rip off leases thanks for listening and good night bye for now thank you for listening to money tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com the information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 